Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the offseason through the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one, one giant, giant step. A lot of podcasts you might have listened to, including us over on Evan and Tiki and WFA and Afternoons, where you can catch me now, touched on Saquon Barkley not missing a single day of camp. So that is where we will begin this podcast right now, now that we have literally all the info and Saquon spoke on Thursday. He ends up not missing a single day of camp, not even report day. He shows up on report day. And then, of course, has already been practicing, has already been showing Eric Gray the ropes. He ends up getting basically a one-year deal worth 11 mil. It was the 10.1 uh, on the initial franchise tag. Now, he, he agrees to this incentive-laden deal. The reason this won't affect the cap, as I'm sure some of you have heard, if not, is because everything that it's tied to, the 1,300 yards, the 65 receptions, the team needs to make the playoffs. All of those things did not happen Well, they made the playoffs, but as a collective unit for all of those things to align, they've not happened in Saquon Barkley's career. And clearly it would be hard to do so since last year was the first year that the Giants made the playoffs in Saquon's career. So Saquon ends up agreeing to this, but I guess the big deal is he gets $2 million up front. Look, I'm not counting another man's money. Who knows why that was important to him? You know, maybe you got a little something to spend on. Maybe you're buying a house. Who knows why Saquon needed the 2 million up front, but it got him to show up to camp on time. And before I, I really ponder why, I just want to clap it up for Saquon because I personally, as a Giant fan, have loved Saquon Barkley, the player, have loved Saquon Barkley, the person, but have always maintained my hatred for Saquon Barkley, the draft pick at second overall. And the Giants finally have something cooking here for the first time in his Giants tenure, making the playoffs last year. This Dable Shane era seems to be moving. It's not an era that drafted him. But to get him back in the fold as this team continues to evolve and not be a distraction in this camp, which we we all thought, and we all thought he would have had the right to, whether you agreed the John, whether you agreed or not that the Giants should have paid him a long-term deal. I would not have given him a long-term deal. He still is the player in the business. I would have had every right to sit out camp and, and try to do what's best for him. I mean, you can see both sides of that, and he ends up coming back. Now, thank you, Saquon. Thank you for being here as a Giant fan and 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 putting that beside us, and now we don't have to have Giant players being asked questions about Saquon all through camp. That's important. I, I do wonder, though, and look, the Giants may have ultimately never gave in on this, and by the way, probably shouldn't have, but the idea that Saquon didn't hold out a little longer and push harder to have an agreement in place that the Giants would not place the franchise tag on him for a second time, which legally in the CBA they have the right to do, and I don't understand why they wouldn't do that. Uh, maybe there's some kind of handshake agreement, but if it's a handshake agreement, it's not a real agreement if, unless it's in writing. That is the one thing. Saquon comes back, gets the $2 million up front, gets this incentive part of this, and look, you're betting on yourself, and if he hits those incentives, Giants will be a playoff team, clearly, because that's part of the incentives, and we'd all sign for it. But ultimately, whew, you know, Saquon could have dug his heels in. I mean, the idea that he leaves himself open to being tagged again next year. Now, next year, he could play further hardball and be that distraction. But, I, you know, 
Giants can say, so be it. We own your rights. And he didn't hold out for that. That feels crazy to me. And I, and I do wonder what was said on that Zoom call led by Austin Eckler, guys like Josh Jacobs on it, all the running backs. Saquon felt like the best of the bunch, with all the respect to Jacobs or even a Tony Pollard, that if he dug his heels in hard here, and even if he didn't ultimately miss opening day, missed all of camp and, and sent some sort of message, he got off that Zoom call and basically within 36 hours got this deal done with the Giants. It really goes to show you, deep down, whatever advice that these running backs are getting from their agents where they still think they're worth what they used to be worth is probably bad advice. And I think Saquon, maybe even after collectively talking to him, probably walked away and said, jeez, we're screwed as running backs. I need to make sure I do what's best for me. Now, Saquon ends up meeting the media on Thursday after two straight days of practice and claims he had a, an epiphany, 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 whatever the word is. I'm not no, I'm not a Rhodes Scholar, clearly. And basically felt like, you know, yeah, he was disappointed in how things went down with the Giants, but what was best for him was to make sure he got in camp and wasn't a distraction. Was that out of the goodness of his heart? Maybe. I mean, he still got something out of it. He got the money up front. He gets the incentives and that's better than nothing because he really had no leverage, but it maybe Saquon really is the ultimate good guy. Maybe this is his only way of saving face and a, and a PR spin. And who knows, maybe John Mara got involved. And although they legally can't agree to a long-term deal, maybe the, there already is a framework now in place because they were that close. They can, they can get one done the moment the season ends. Of course, if, as long as stay, Saquon stays healthy. So look, Giants have him. They have him in the fold and that's a good thing. But you have to wonder, not that Saquon wouldn't be happy for all his teammates because all of his teammates would be happy for him. What has to go through Saquon's mind the day after he agrees with this? And we pivot to Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas, who we all thought was going to get the bag next year. Uh, He has emerged as potentially, outside of Trent Williams, the best left tackle in football. He is undoubtedly the best draft pick the Giants have had, period, in the last decade. Uh, certainly obviously with that, the best first round pick really since Jason Pierre Paul. And that includes Odell Beckham Jr., who I still love. I wish never left the Giants. I've always been pro Odell while the Giant fans weren't. Uh, Odell was an electrifying, unbelievable talent. But Andrew Thomas plays a position that's not as sexy. But think about how far we've come as a giant organization where it was an unplayable situation with Eric Flowers, with Nate Solder. Uh, before that is Will Beatty disintegrated before our eyes. The giant left tackle position has been a dumpster fire for the better part of a decade, really since the last Super Bowl, before the Giants drafted Andrew Thomas, and Andrew Thomas has completely solidified it. He was taken in a tackle-heavy draft as the first one with the lights of, likes of Tristan Wirfs and Jedrick Wills, and we've seen what's happened with Mackay Becton and the Jets. He's the first one to get an extension. It's a five-year deal, $117.5 million, $67 million guaranteed. And now, but this for a kicker and a caveat, because of agreeing to it now, he's signed through his age 30 season, which is incredible. So he'll be able to recoup. You know, as a tackle, you still probably could play beyond 30. You would hope he'll he'll be in line for a second payday, and he creates for this year. Out of nowhere, the Giants get another between four and five million dollars in cap space, leaving them with operating room of about nine million right now. Now, does that mean a lot? Well, there's not many great free agents out there for the Giants to go attack and go after right now. 
But what it does do is it leaves them that operating room in season. Should they need to make a trade at the deadline? Hello, Devontae Adams. Should they decide like they tried to do this year with Julian Love and Saquon Barkley, or should I say last year, to come up with another extension? Xavier McKinney, Adoree Jackson. They now have even more financial flexibility. It's just been an absolute masterclass by Joe Shane. Um, and to kick it back to Saquon, I'm sure Saquon couldn't have been happy that the moment he finally agrees, plays you know good sport, comes back into camp, they go and they sign the first round pick. What what was it? Two years after him, Andrew Thomas, this monster five year, hundred seventeen and a half million dollar deal. Now, with all due respect to Saquon, Andrew Thomas, as I said, better player for his position, clearly more important player to the team, and of course, left tackle is just that much more a valued position, but. Think about what Joe Shane walked into that mess last year of a salary cap spot. Hires the right head coach, who now has taken four Saqu- uh, four Dave Gettleman picks in Daniel Jones, Dexter Lawrence, Andrew Thomas, and now Saquon Barkley as well. Gets him in the fold for either, obviously, the franchise taking Saquon's case with a little more, or three extensions, and the right coach has gotten the most out of those guys.